Petrangelo and Eichel play catch out high. Right wing shot, save, rebound, score! Stevenson, power play goals in consecutive games. Because one hour isn't enough, we welcome you back for hour number two of the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Pass goes to Marcia Sill, behind and for Eichel. The left sidewall, up top Petrangelo, to the right, Theodore shoots, he scores! 41 seconds to go. Theodore scores his second of the period. From the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios and live at LVSportsNetwork.com with your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Oh, we got the second hour coming your way after a fun opening hour of the VGK Insider Show. I believe, upon retrospect, the uh, UND head coach, Brad Berry, was beaking me a little bit about my hair. I think I think he was uh, yep. trying to get to me, but I turned the the tables on everybody and embraced it. If you want to go mm-hmm. see the sixth ranked team in the nation, UND, against Arizona State in the U.S. Hockey Hall of Fame game, check it out this Saturday, Saturday night. You go to AXS the app, type mm-hmm. in hockey, and it'll take you right there. Uh, awesome opportunity. It's going to be a packed house. We got more on that game tomorrow. Uh, I got another surprise for you guys tomorrow. I impressed you and uh, took you uh, off guard uh, by a couple of things today. I got a big one for you tomorrow that's going to come out of left field. And I can't wait oh. to spring that on you. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, you, It's not going to be fun for you guys. Actually, it'll be fun. Uh, don't do the, uh, don't I'm going to enjoy it. Voice, uh, do no, 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 no. I can do uh, whatever because I got the big hair. And good-looking guy, and I am confident yeah, in what's yeah. going on. Uh, Vegas last night rolls into San Jose, and we're right back on the horse, dominating the Sharks. Every time I look at that career record between the two franchises, it makes me wonder, mm-hmm. how is that possible that one team can own another franchise by that mm-hmm. wide of a margin over the course of the regular season? Well, uh, the Golden Knights have been largely good, and the San Jose Sharks have been largely bad over the majority of the Golden Knights' existence. And for whatever reason, even when San Jose was good, they had a hard time beating the Golden Knights in the regular season because uh, that rivalry, it, it ran deep, and the Golden Knights were just the better team overall. That, it, that's that's my assessment of it. It's anyway. so lopsided, and the one win came at the I end know. of last year when Vegas was just beat up. Well, it kind of helped, too, that, like, that the Golden Knights, that year that they played eight games, that they won all eight of them. Thanks, Tips. I'm just saying. Sure. I mean, that yeah. that certainly is a big, big part of the, the, the record, the domination. Are you not supposed to wait until your segment? No, I, I, I could pop on once in a while. No. You know? Wallace says you are supposed don't, to wait. Don't, don't blame Wallace. He, do you hear him arguing with you're, me right now? You're telling you sit. You sitting here telling me that uh, that that the baby of the program is the one that's holding you two guys in account. Like, come on, no, I'm, I'm saying <laughs> this guy is not arguing with me about what I'm saying regarding yeah, yeah, yeah. you jumping on. No. So take that for I, for what yeah. it's worth. Well, he he's not an argumentative guy. Vegas wins oh, against that's, San Jose. That's incorrect. You see, you see a third period last night where mm-hmm. Vegas with the game. Close, just put his foot down. Much in, mm. in the similar fashion to the night before against Toronto. That was the third game in four nights for Vegas, and they still had more to give. And 
it was against high-flying Toronto, against rebuilding San Jose, and the result was similar. That's what I loved about the third periods this week. Yeah, you're you're not wrong. Like, and I draw it even back further to the the game up in Calgary, where the Golden Knights, even though uh, they were outplayed in that second period and probably through the first forty minutes of the game, it was a tie game going into the third period, and you you kind of were expecting, hoping for uh, a dominant period from the Golden Knights to at least try to wrestle points out of that game against Calgary, and it, it didn't come. And then every game from that point, the Golden Knights have had strong third periods, and I like the fact that when the game's in the balance, even going into the third period down a goal last night uh, there was a belief and a resolve with the team that they were going to just dominate the period and find a way to win and that's exactly what they did Uh, impressive too that it was big nights for Phil Kessel huge nights for the organization this week the national spotlight uh, so much local enthusiasm inside the Las Vegas Valley inside the fan base uh, of the VGK A lot of times teams will get distracted by that or won't be able to fulfill uh, the intent of being able to make it a fantastic evening. They did so on both occasions, uh, beating those Leafs, Mm. and that was a a big test, winning the homestand two games to one, and then following it up by making the the record breaker a huge night. That, That picture that we cited in hour number one, about the the team gathered uh, half in uniform, half out in the dressing room with Phil Kessel right in the middle celebrating. That picture doesn't happen with everybody's involvement, coaches, trainers, staff, everybody all smiling if you don't win that game. That's what makes the moment being able to follow through and, and get off to such a great start. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. It doesn't feel as as good of a night if you don't come back in that third period and, and beat the San Jose Sharks. And you know, for the Golden Knights, it, it was a bad second period. There's not really any other way to say it. They they weren't as good in that second period as they were in the first period. Give a lot of credit to the Sharks for uh, you know getting to their game and pushing as as hard as they could. But you know, I'm glad to see that the Golden Knights were able to dig a little bit deeper and dominate that third period. They went out there uh, in much the same way they did against Toronto to to win. In the the first minute of the period to get themselves right back into the game for the second game in a row they score within the first minute of the third period to and and you know from that point forward I, I feel like it was deflating for San Jose and the Golden Knights were just cooking. Phil the thrill does his thing and now we've got game ratings after consecutive outing nine ninety. Welcome to my latest experiment. This is a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. Ah, uh, well, it's a DeLorean, right? Bear with what me, Marty. All your questions will be answered. Roll yeah. tape. Okay, I will proceed. Ah, uh, Doc. Uh, is that a Devo? Never mind that now. Never mind that now. Right. Not now. Not now. All right, Chapman. Have you had any love on Twitter? Saying that you should be allowed to talk more. Well, I don't know. I, I don't pay attention to that stuff. You're the one that usually goes <laughs> looking for it and saying Stephanie or Rita I, or Stephen are saying that it should be. I, I I know that Stephanie, Rita, and and Stephen they're on my side. What's your game rating? Transam, good, not great. I didn't like the second period. I thought the third period was really good. Pretty simple. Transam. All right. Four out of five. Be that way, Ryan. Wow, that was salty. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going. Uh, I'm going Trans Am. Listen, I, I love the history for Phil Kessel. I, I love the fact that the Golden Knights were able to co- come back and have a really strong third period. I liked their first period. Uh, of course, goal number four hundred. 
but the second period exists. I'm not going to ignore that. So it uh, it brings it down to a four out of five for me. As somebody who loves ratings, and uh, the longer you watch a game or listen to a, a broadcast a game, the higher the ratings go up. I want you to be watching the entire game. You guys seem to be of the belief that uh, two periods should be enough to win a game, and then you can turn it off. You don't want uh, wall-to-wall domination. Uh, that's fine. Uh, I like the fact that it was close into the third period, and we were had great interest. We had great uh, celebration. We had milestones. We had moments, and then we had a win at the end. DeLorean all the way. You guys, the two mm-hmm. of you, are absolutely mm-hmm. spoiled at this point yeah. of the National Hockey League season <laughs> with the Vegas Golden Knights. Listen, if we would have turned yeah. it off after two periods and given our rating, it would have been a AMC Gremlin. No. Listen, what I'm, telling, what I'm why, telling you why, is... Why would we do that? <laughs> yeah, it's a three-period game. That's the second I'm, period counts. You saying that the second period wasn't as good as what it should have been. You want a dominating second period. You want uh, the team out-distancing themselves uh, by a wide margin from the sounds of it. And against that's why, that that's, team, yeah. That's why yeah, yeah, they, you're, yeah, you're giving they, it a Against trans-app. San Jose, yes. The they, two of you... The two of you are silver spooners right now. They weren't Why? playing the because 1980 the gold, Islanders. Because I mean. the gold isn't shiny enough for the two of you. <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, we should be more along the lines of where Chapman and I are than, than you going with a DeLorean again. Like, five out of five is something to strive for. Five out of five is, is reserved it's for gotta be really special. complete 60-minute well, games. The Toronto history was of it a makes up game. for that. With Phil Kessel's 400th no, the, goal, the history makes up is for important. that. Darren, the history is important, but they were bad in the second period. like To a bad team, against a bad team. It's it's not that I'm sitting here saying that the Golden Knights have to dominate every 60-minute game that they play, but they should not have been as as bad as they were in the second period against that San Jose Sharks team. That weighs into the rating. It just does. Well, I hope that someday everything... Clears off in the sky, and you get your bright, sunny day with beautiful mountains, and it's all perfect for Sunshine you. Shining today. Great views of the mountains, actually. Thank I, you. I, I hope that occurs for the two of you. Listen, uh, it can't always be sunshine, gummy bears, and lollipops and hey, unicorns. When you play 990 Where, in a row and score your 400th in the same game do as you, want, you pull out a victory. Darren. We got Darren, a DeLorean. Do you, do, you want me to, do you want me to evaluate just Phil Kessel? Would, would that make you feel better? No, it's all encompassing. Because I'll team give game. him a DeLorean all day long. It's a, it's a team game. You know, we win and lose as a team, and uh, and it's all about. Wait, hold we. on. Didn't you get upset? Didn't you get upset with us like a week and a half ago because we gave uh, we gave the Calgary game a higher rating because Logan Thompson was so good, and you're like, you can't. It's a team game. You you can't have <laughs> you can't give something for an individual player, and now you're trying to put this accomplishment over the top. Like what, moving the goalposts, pick, man. Pick one no, side no, or the no, other. No. Like, hey, what listen, are we doing here? Listen, they they won last night. They didn't beat Calgary. And yes, <laughs> you're right. You're absolutely right. I was upset with you guys. I was giving you the gears a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. You could say that about two and a half weeks ago. You could say that about four weeks ago because I'm always upset mm-hmm. with you guys, and I'm always giving That's you true. guys uh, the gears. Uh, are, are we on to something moving with the lines that Bruce Cassidy's yeah. serving up the last couple of games? Is he yeah. there? Are we on to something with the lines here? 
Oh yeah, I I think that we we are. I again, I I thought that you know Stone, Eichel, and Stevenson, especially on the goal that Mark Stone scored, the 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 work in the zone that they were doing was just really really solid. Um, the misfit line uh, was was good. Like there was a play for uh, for Jonathan Marcheseau delaying, 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 and then he's able to find William Carlson for a nice backhand shot that that probably could have gone. Uh, the goal for William Carlson, you get balanced scoring. You get a goal from your top line, goal from your second line, goal from your third line. Sounds like a DeLorean uh, if, to me. If the players, if the players continue to to find the back of the net with balance, then yeah, I, I think that the Golden Knights are onto something. Uh, you know, I I. I I still think that there's going to be tweaks here and there. I still think that uh, you know Bruce Cassidy, if if things go stale or if you're not getting what you want out of certain spots in the lineup, you'll you'll make some changes or, or tweak some things. But right now, I I don't know that I would change much of anything. The way that the Golden Knights top six has looked over the past couple of games and how good Phil Kessel's looked in his new role. Put it out to the world here. You've got one of those Twitter poll accesses uh, on your uh, on your account you mean i I've want got you to know to twitter i want you to find yeah. out who's got the most encouraging start for the vegas golden knights at six and two individually and you can you can pick how many players you want the the names except you have to include william carlson you could put him up against eichel and Haig or Lysician, any anybody, I don't care. But I need to know Will Carlson's involved because as much as Marcheseau has been impressive with five goals, William Carlson with three at this stage of the season is a huge confidence boost to Vegas Golden Knight fans. Okay, so I can do four names. All right. I'll put William Carlson on here. Okay. Um, put Chandler. Are we going to include goalies? Uh, just put goalies. Oh, I, I don't know that I'd do that because I think it's going to be goalies f- far and away. I think uh, we have to exclude them from this. Uh, I'm I'm interested in what the people think. I'm not running away from this. Okay. I'm not trying to skew it. I, I'm legitimately okay. curious. I love the start of William Carlson. I'll put it up against all of it mm-hmm. uh, right now. But you can okay. put Chandler on there. You can put goalies. Uh, you can put uh, okay. Shea Theodore and his incredible uh, plus-minus uh, mm-hmm. to start this season. Uh, uh, roll with it. Paul Cotter uh, w- was was good out of training camp. There's there's all kinds of options for you with those four. So uh, if you want to put Carlson, then put goalies, and then pick your pick your other two. Uh, it it th- this is great that you've got a, a real difficult choice on the most encouraging start to the season. Uh, it goes well beyond four. That in itself is a commentary to where this team is at uh, going into uh, and approaching double digits in games played. Yeah, I, you know, again, I, I think that there's a lot of a lot of places within the Golden Knights lineup that you should be pleasantly surprised and encouraged by it. William Carlson having three goals on the year um, and being consistently on the score sheet for the Golden Knights. That's huge in my estimation. Um, Jack Eichel, I think, is is real close to breaking out. I think that 
it's it's not there yet, but it's going to come, especially as he gets more comfortable with Chandler Stevenson and Mark Stone. Um, the fact that you get a goal from Mark Stone last night, I think that's a big one. You you, you want more production uh, out of out of that trio, but Chandler Stevenson had a, had a goal in three straight games like that. That's just the types of stuff you want to see. And to me, like the 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 most encouraging start for for anybody outside of William Carlson uh, is, is the goaltenders. Like they have been. So good for the Golden Knights. I still would would say there's not a bad goal that was let in, um, you know, eight games into the season. And you, you've you got Aiden Hill and, and Logan Thompson looking to be the real deal through the first eight games of the year. You ride that as long as you can, and you hope that both goaltenders can continue to impress. Uh, the goaltending has been great, but the goaltenders are making the saves that they're supposed to make. And that sounds mm-hmm. like a cliche. And used in its regular style, it is. But the system that Vegas has adopted this year largely keeps the other team to the perimeter. And the goaltender will have to fight through traffic. That is the biggest deterrent to a goaltender for the Vegas Golden Knights right now, is looking around traffic and finding ways to track that puck and make saves. There's the odd breakdown, but it happens very infrequently uh, with this Mm -hmm. team. And I'm backed up by this. By, there's a, a couple of sites with extremely advanced stats and uh, something called uh, save expected uh, percentage and, and average and uh, whether you're whether you're making uh, all the saves that you're supposed to be making, whether you're making more and you're even more valuable or or less and that's not a good place to be uh, and and the goaltenders as good as they are right now and they they are great, they're right around perfect. When it comes, or even with making the saves that they're supposed to make. And that is a a compliment to them, but it's also a huge commentary on the system and the execution of the system uh, of of what the defensemen and the forwards are doing in, in their own zone. Yeah, you're, you're spot on there. I mean, it's all synergistic for the golden Knights, right? If, if, the defensemen are doing what they're supposed to do. If the forwards are doing in zone what they're supposed to do and your goaltenders are reading off the play and, and getting to the spots where they're supposed to be and, and the shots are coming largely from the outside, um, then this is kind of the product of what you're going to see. You, you can kind of set your watch to one to two goals against. You can set your watch to about you know eight, eight, six to eight quality chances that, that you're, you're likely giving up probably less over the course of a 60-minute game. Um, and I think that if the Golden Knights are, are, are going to be able to grow into the team they expect to be, you're going to have to continue to refine that all year long, and you can't have lulls where you're not making the saves that you're supposed to make. So it, to me, it's encouraging early on that, that both goaltenders are, are doing their job, and everyone else is doing their job, and it's working to the tune of 6-2-0 and for the Golden Knights already. It would be really easy to have an off night in this system for Logan Thompson or Hayden Hill. If you're not completely focused on dealing with those bodies in front of you and making the right reads, I'm not saying it's easy by any standard, but can you think of four examples of a team coming down on a two on one this year? Can you think of four examples of, of a team going across the seam uh, in the offensive zone this year and having getting over there's been scrambles. There's been breakaways. There has been that. 
but but defensively in their own zone, there's been very little of the yeah. odd man rush and very in control when it comes to protecting the middle of the ice and those cross seam passes. And I don't want anybody to think that I'm uh, pouring water on what the goaltenders are doing because it has been mm-hmm. highly effective under a pressure situation out of the gate. Two guys that are new to this and one that's new to the organization and the hockey world waiting to see if they will stumble. They've answered the bell, mm-hmm. but they are also being helped out by a, a team game that is very complementary to the, the save percentage and the averages that you're seeing. Okay, so do you want early returns on this poll, Darren? Absolutely. I, I love it. Okay. I'm inter- that's, okay. Why, that's why I suggested so, you do this poll thing that you've got yeah, access right. to. No, I, like, like everyone has access to it if they've got Twitter. Um, okay, so who's had the most encouraging start for the 6-2-0 Vegas Golden Knights? William Carlson, the goalies, Shea Theodore, or Chandler Stevenson? Mm-hmm. Do you do you have a guess as to who's leading the early poll? I would guess goaltenders. Mm-hmm. That yeah. that's would if, be would if, be my uh, early because if, we all love goalies. Sure, yeah. If you were going to put a percentage on it, what what would you say they How many are, votes? Are, are leading? How many votes do you have? Uh, we're we're just about fifty right now. So fifty, I'll go sixty-two percent for the goaltenders. 80% goalies, huh. 10% William Carlson, 10% Chandler Stevenson. Yeah. Hmm. It's not surprising. Uh, I, I challenge it a little bit with, uh, with the play of William Carlson, given where, where he was the last couple of years production-wise and how encouraging this mm-hmm. is. And add into the fact, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, hockey fans of all ages, this is a player that's playing down the lineup. He he scored well, forty. Yeah. He's, he scored his yeah. his forty goals, first line center. He he's been the second line center the last number of years, and yeah. now he's your quote unquote third second line center. Like it's it's been there's been line juggling in there, but he's played more games to the third line center this year than the second line center, and he's still got uh, the three goals and and off to one of the best starts of his career, big. And and having Stevenson in that mix, who was your what what line center was he? The second line center to start. Now he's not even mm-hmm. a center anymore, and he's in there and he's yeah. still making plays. Like it it all comes together. There's there's a, a link between all of these, backed by some goaltenders making saves. I, I think the the Theodore play. Has has been largely overshadowed by all the uh, Kessel storyline and Mark Stone coming back and being healthy and uh, played back to back games, guys. This mm-hmm. week, that yep. that hasn't happened in a long time. Going back to last yeah. year, uh, the Stone storyline, Eichel being great. There's there's been so many different levels of conversation about this team. But Shea Theodore has been really good to kick off this campaign mm-hmm. under Bruce Cassidy. Yeah, and if you are if you're looking for the poll, it's at Ryan Hockey Guy on Twitter. Um, uh, somebody go vote for Shea Theodore. 
I, I don't I don't want to look for I don't want to look at zero percent anymore. So just somebody that's listening to this right now, go to at Ryan Hockey Guy, vote in the poll, and give Shea Theodore a vote for me. Um, listen, I I hear everything that you're saying. I do. And I think there's a lot of room, a lot of places where you should be encouraged, and you should, you know, kind of point the point the finger at why this team is is as good as they've been uh, in this market. With what was unknown about the goalies, you put up who's had the most encouraging start. Start. It's going to be the goalies by a million because you 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 just didn't know exactly what you were going to get in the early goings. And if your goalies aren't making the saves they're supposed to be making, you're not six two and zero. Oh. You're just not. Uh, regardless of how many chances the the Golden Knights are or aren't giving up, and they've been great at at limiting odd man rushes, they've been great at at finding you know ways to to protect middle ice. But even at this level, the 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 goal scorers that you're playing against are good enough to find ways to beat goalies that are supposed to make saves on certain pucks. Uh, and and if you're not getting those saves, you're not winning games. And the Golden Knights are getting them right now, and that's uh, that's the difference in wins and losses. I think goalies get too much credit sometimes. You're a goalie. What is which means what that is I'm, the matter with which you? means I'm perfectly positioned to make a statement like that. Oh, that's brutal, man. Right? You said you're hearing me. Yeah, I, yeah. I want to. I want to hear this worst. out. You, you, you see, I you guys said you're that's like that's me, like right? the worst thing you could ever say. You, no, no, you no, are I, losing your goalie. Your goalie union. I, I, like, I, I want to hear sure. the reasoning because because yeah. I, I I think Darren may be onto something. No, because of the structure that they're playing with. Mm-hmm. And how they're they're limiting high danger chances, odd man rushes, cross seam passes. Like we we've seen, we Colorado scored a couple of power play goals with those one timers, but they didn't go through the middle. They went through the side because the middle wasn't there. Vegas has been locked down when it comes to I agree limiting those chances, which means the goaltender's job is easier. The goaltending should be able to make those perimeter stops. The goaltender should be able to make those saves and handle those rebounds and not spit them back out. Even right. if even, even if you're, you're goal, losing games. If if you're goaltending, but they're not it's not hugely challenging. Yes, of course. If you don't, if you if you're going to let in a 60-footer, then yeah, you're not going to make uh, uh uh wins uh, easier to come by. I'm, and again, I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying that there should be more credit. It's sexy to give goaltenders credit. All right, it is. We love we we love going. Goaltending is the be all end all. And look at that fantastic save, mm-hmm. Logan Thompson robbing Austin Matthews uh, on Monday night was spectacular. But that game was won because of. Defensive zone coverage against one of the most talented teams in the NHL at putting the puck in the net and then converting on the on the other end. And there's there's been some the Chicago game, Vegas out goaltending the opposition. Mm-hmm. But on a whole So there's there's a win, there's a win for there, your goalies. Right? There, there, yeah, there, there, there's a win. But on a whole, I think more credit goes to structure than just goaltending alone. That goes against yeah, I that, mean, could, that goes against the easy opinion of of giving the guy in the pads and and <laughs> again if anybody's gonna uh, commend the the goaltenders I will be the first one there but mm-hmm. I, I will also sit here and tell you 
that this is this is as impressive of a team game as we're watching right now as I've witnessed in a long time because of the lack I, of high danger chances. I think I think I think the real encouraging start here is the Golden Knights playing to Bruce Cassidy's system and the, their identity. It's their defensive structure and not letting up high-danger quality scoring yeah. chances. I agree with you, but I told you in the context of this poll, we should omit goalies. I, no, no, I told no. you that. But no, no, because that's, unfortunately, that's skewing your own poll by omitting uh, an option. And oh, you're omitting, I'm, you're I'm, omitting the, the most obvious choice. To see when you dial things back a little bit more, then you like, got to change, the, then you gotta change the question. But to outside of goaltending, what's the most encouraging right. start? So then you're right. admitting because we would have known that. Hey, well, now, right, now like, we like, that's my sure. point. If you're if you're wanting to dig into William Carlson, Shea Theodore, Chandler Stevenson, uh, Jonathan Marchessault, like if you're trying to get to the to the nitty gritty of that, or if you wanted defensive or team structure. Well, then, then that could have gone in too. But I, I think that you you knew where this was going to go. As soon as you put the poll out, you put goaltenders on there. It's goalies all day long. I'm not running away from it. Uh, my uh, top four in that vote would be Carlson, yeah. Stevenson, goaltending, yeah. and Theodore. And I think Theodore is great, but... Uh, goaltending. I, I can never put goaltending last in a poll. Uh, they play the Anaheim yeah, Ducks on Friday, and that's mm-hmm. an opportunity because they've been struggling out of the gate. They got Winnipeg back here for the second time in two weeks. Stopped the slide against Winnipeg. They'd lost five in a row against Winnipeg uh, until that uh, game last weekend. If you beat Winnipeg, then you got something special happening. Mm-hmm. You're you're eight and two to start the season, and it, we're not. We're not forecasting something that, oh, if everything goes right here, it's well within reach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they, they've got to continue to play the right way, and they, you know, they've got to take care of the games they're supposed to win. Um, Anaheim is going to be an interesting one. It's an early start on a, on a Friday afternoon, Nevada Day, and uh, I'm really curious to see how that game goes for the Golden Knights. But if you're able to, to, to pick up that win and jump on Anaheim, I think that the Golden Knights are, are, are staring down, you know, 20 points in, in, you know, maybe their first, you know, 12 games. Impressive. Like, hey, um... That's fantastic. Early start is 3 o'clock. I, I know it's an early start than what we're normal. It's a 3 o'clock start on Friday, Nevada Day. Yeah. Whiteout. Yeah. Frost the Fortress with a night out by wearing white on Friday. Because mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. the Golden Knights are going to wear white. I think we, we, we wear those uh, white Nevada Day t-shirts. Like just make it look cool. All right, that's what I'm yeah. encouraging. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. You gonna, gonna bust out the Colonel Sanders white suit? Uh, I don't have one of those. Ooh. Oh, but that would be really good. That's disappointing. I'll wear a white shirt though. Okay, well, that's nice. I only have a handful of those. Yeah, I, I probably only have three of those. I like style, I like color. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, with you. Uh, so, so we're gonna night out, frost the fortress. Yeah. We're wearing white yeah. on Friday, three o'clock start, and then five o'clock against the Jets on Sunday. The those are two awkward times as a player. Sure. One o'clock, noon, that's early. You get up, you're going. It's it you're right at it. Three o'clock is is right in the middle. Five o'clock is late. 
it's just weird time. So uh, I'll be curious whether the the three o'clock and the five o'clock uh, uh, affects the the player's performance. And Darren Elliott texts in and says nobody, nobody should skew their own poll, and we didn't. We put all the relevant okay. options up there, mm-hmm. much to the chagrin of Ryan Wallace. So we've got tickets to give away. 702-876-1340. 3 o'clock Friday, Nevada Day, the night out. You can be part of it. Wearing white. If you are caller number eight, of course. It was either eight, 400, or 990. All to do with Phil Castle. I'll go with number eight. Uh, so give us a call, 702-876-1340. One-timers coming up on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Maybe a two-on-one. Petrangelo gets it. He shoots. He scores. It's time for one-timers. One-timers. Short-handed goal. Alex Petrangelo. Quick looks at some of the biggest stories of the day on the VGK Insiders Show. Oh, we got a weekend of hockey coming our way. And it's all going on Friday. Friday morning. Henderson Silver Knights take on Colorado. 11 o'clock over at the Dollar Loan Center. And then the Vegas Golden Knights hook up with the Anaheim Ducks at 3 o'clock. A 2 o'clock pregame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. There will not be a VGK Insider show on Friday on Nevada Day. And then we've got the NCAA game. uh, The sixth-ranked team in the nation, UND, University of North Dakota, facing Arizona State University Saturday. If you want tickets, AXS app, just uh, type in the search hockey, and uh, it'll lead you right to it. Like Division One NCAA hockey, I, I really hope UNLV gets there uh, in the next couple of years. It'd be awesome, and ASU is a great uh, uh, tradition to follow in uh, mentoring, to follow down that path. And then Sunday, Vegas faces Winnipeg before heading out on the road. And that's a 5 o'clock start. So it's busy. It's uh, going to be a lot of fun this weekend. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And three different leagues all right here for you. I wonder if we could go to the mall. Let's go to the mall. Friday morning, 11 a.m., mm-hmm. right on oh. through to Sunday night. Got it. Wall-to-wall hockey. I, 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 thought, I thought you said let's go to the mall. No, let's go to the let's mall. Let's go to them all. Let's go to them the mall. All. You gotta, you gotta enunciate there, buddy. You're, you're listening, but you're not hearing me. Well, you may be listening. Because you said, let's go to the mall. But you're not hearing me. Josh Norris, big Robin could be out. Fan over there. Could be gone for the season for the Ottawa Senators. Uh, remember, uh, Josh missed the All Star game here uh, last year with the injury. He's got a shoulder issue, I believe. Yeah. Uh, looks like a shoulder. It's being reported a shoulder. They don't know whether they're going to get him back. It's a big yeah. part of their team. The injury happened off a face-off. The, one of the mm-hmm. most benign plays that you're going yeah. to see a player get hurt long-term for. And he may not be a household name for you, but yeah. this is crushing for Ottawa. No, it's a real important player for the Ottawa Senators, and you know, for a Senators team that's got a, a good start to the year, four two and zero. This is uh, not great news at all for Ottawa. I, I'm going to hold out hope that it, it's going to be an injury that does not keep Josh Norris out for the entire year, because I picked the Ottawa Senators to make the playoffs, and it was unironic when I did that. I think that if you, if you've got a healthy forward core. Um, 
this team can do some damage, but uh, Josh Norris being out of the it's out of the equation will will change things for me for sure. When the coaches quoted as saying we're letting the the player decide what to do about the mm-hmm. procedure and the treatment of it, uh, you, you know it's going to be long term. It's not just a uh, take an ice yeah. bath and get some uh, some ultrasound. It's going to be a lot. I'm surgery. trying to be Sur- optimistic here. It's yeah. hard for me to do that. Yeah, it. Uh, it I everything's pointing towards being gone until yeah. the end of the season, if not the season. Now, hockey history made today. Congratulations uh, to Jason Payne and Joel Martin. Uh, they are uh, the uh, coaches in the ECHL, the first black coaches to make uh, opposition uh, of each other. That's cool. Huh. Two black coaches yeah. in the same game in the ECHL. Payne Cincinnati Cyclones got mm-hmm. past Martin's Kalamazoo Wings, but the result in this case is totally insignificant. That is really uh, a great story for our game. Yeah, it, it is. It, it feels like progress, right? And I, I think that's kind of the big thing for the the, the NHL and, and all and, and hockey everywhere is that uh, it, it, it's it's it'll be interesting. It'll be great when. Um, when this is more commonplace, and that's really kind of the only thing. It's historic for sure, but uh, let's 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 find a way at some point to to make this more common. We've got the Boston Bruins out to a six and one start, mm-hmm. and now yeah. comes the sighting of Brad Marchand on the ice today, Ugh. skating with his line mates Patrice Bergeron and Jake DeBrusque. Mm-hmm. He yeah. was also on the power play. Marchand mm-hmm. coming off double hip surgery. Mm-hmm. Head coach Jim Montgomery saying, I'd like to see him tomorrow. Before yeah. everybody gets carried away, he's not going to play. Apparently, he's not going to play until <laughs> Thanksgiving. Yeah. But he's back practicing with the team. He led the stretch today. They're 6 and 1 without him, without Charlie on the back end. This team is overachieving right now. Yeah, they are. And yeah, they are. They could make a fool of a lot of people. One in particular on this show. Chapman? I don't remember. Did I did I pick them to, to make the playoffs, or was I I bullheaded and, and said that they're that they're not going to make? I, I don't remember. Hmm. I'm pretty sure that you said they weren't going to make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah I think well, you did yeah. for the 17th straight year. I believe one you of these times <laughs> it will work in my favor. One of these times it will work in my favor. I don't think That's it's going to be this year, pal. Hey, um, you know what? You guys are going to look really foolish when things start to when the wheels start to fall off for the Boston Bruins this year. It's amazing how the different coaches that uh, have taken over teams have had mm-hmm. such an impact on the records in the first three weeks of the season. Like, look, yeah. Jim Montgomery, Boston. Mm-hmm. Look, Bruce yep. Cassidy in, in Vegas. Teams off yep. to great starts out of the gate. A team that was supposed to carry over momentum that didn't make a change was Vancouver. But they're the only club yet to win in the NHL. Mm-hmm. Had a bunch of leads, uh, haven't been able to convert it. So going into a critical game this week against Seattle, the general manager spoke after the president of Hockey Barration spoke this weekend, and that didn't go well. So Patrick Levine has decided to step up to the microphone and try to calm everybody. The dreaded vote of confidence, he says that Bruce Boudreaux is coaching and his coaching staff are in good communication, and they're working together, and they're going to find a way out of it. He supports Bruce Boudreaux and the coaching staff. 
Oh. Is that good? Is that the kiss of death, or you know, is it, that is that a legitimate vote of confidence from a team that's in the bottom third of the youngest clubs in the NHL? I don't feel like it's a vote of confidence. You lose to Seattle, you got to change something. Um, oh, so you think it's the kiss of death? It's the kiss of death. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't feel like it's a, a genuine vote of confidence. I, yeah, I don't, really don't. I don't think you have to come out and make a statement if you think things are okay. No, like, it, it happens all the time. Yeah, and what usually happens after those statements are made? Well, he's got. The, the, quite honestly, the general manager's got got to talk. In yeah, a situation but, like this. After what what we heard from Jimmy Rutherford on Saturday night, the general manager had to make a statement today. Yeah, it's it's just otherwise it the, the fire gets out of control, and even with a win, you may not be able to stop it. I'm just I'm just a believer that generally when that vote of confidence quote comes, it generally doesn't end well for the coach. Ah, part of that has to do with the results too. If, yeah. if Bruce could somehow turn this around and win four in a row, yeah, things are might be able if, to quiet you forget down. the slow start. It uh, I, I vote of confidence or not, uh, if you lose to Seattle, it's it's tough. I, I don't. I don't know that you come back from that. Like you, you can't lose to Seattle. You, you just can't. And for a Vancouver team that's looking for things to go wrong and, and fragile at this moment, I think that um, if you can't at least get a result there, um, it's it's going to be rough. Ten so. new coaches, a third of the league this year in the NHL, mm-hmm. and we're not yeah. ten games into the season, and we've got coaches in the hot seat. That's not right, man. We've already had all this turnover, and and teams right out of the gate are going to look at making their changes. I don't agree with that. Well, I mean, okay, so, like, now, in the sense of, like, when it comes to the Vancouver Canucks, like, all the talk last year was if they would have made their change sooner, then they would have been able to find their way into the playoffs. Now, I don't think that that's really realistic in this in this situation, but I do think that that's something that's going to weigh into their minds. If, if, if you've got Jim Rutherford and Patrick Alvin believing that this is a team capable of making it to the playoffs and you have to change something, I think it's going to happen sooner rather than later because of what happened last year with how well Bruce Boudreaux did and how well that team was playing down the stretch. If you would have had another week or two, you would have been in the playoffs. So I, I don't see you sitting on this for very much longer if it continues to, uh, if Vancouver continues to pile up the losses. Entered the season with 599 wins. Mm-hmm. He's still got 599 wins. Got it. I, I really hope he gets there. Those are your one-timers for this Wednesday, October the 5th on Fox Sports Las Vegas. When the guy wouldn't stop talking, we had no choice but to give him his own segment. It's time for Catching Up with Chapman. Oh, Christopher. Hi, Darren. So I was thinking about it today as I was getting ready to, to come in for the show, and Having a a professional or a major league sports franchise in your town is really cool because of some of the things that you get to witness or be a part of when you have a major league franchise in your town. I mean, six years ago, we we didn't have one, and now we have the Golden Knights entering their sixth season. And Phil Kessel setting his record last night is just one of the many things in the five-plus seasons we've had the Golden Knights here where some really cool things have taken place. I mean, we got to see Patrick Marlowe break his record. We had an NHL All-Star game. We've seen uh, 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 Jack Adams winner. We've seen Lady Bing winners. We've seen Vezina Trophy winners. 
These things only happen in 32 markets across the entire Canada and the United States. It's so cool to, to have that in your town and, and be able to witness some of those things. I mean, it, it's such a cool thing, and I'm so glad that I get to be a part of it every day because it's one of those things growing up where you, you, you love sports and to be part of it is, is just such a cool experience. And it's something that I think sometimes I have to pinch myself and be like, man, this is really, really cool stuff. You are one of the most unique individuals I've ever. Met. Why? What's wrong? What's wrong with what I said? It, it, it's cool. Like, like I mean, if if you're in Omaha, like this you, just you, you occurred to you? No, but but <laughs> being able to witness it and be a part of it, like if you're in Omaha, sure you may root for the Avalanche or, or mm. the Blackhawks, but you don't get to experience it the way that people in Vegas do. It's it's just such a cool thing. So this just occurred to you? No, no, it, it didn't just occur to me, but every time there's a milestone or a significant event, it's just such a cool thing where you're like, wow, I'm around this all the time. If you're in Omaha, well, you El Paso, you're not. Be- I know because you're a world traveler. We see that. We know that when you're traveling, it's out there. We're back with you tomorrow. Big surprise for you. I'm going to shock the guys tomorrow. 